Okay, so if you want to hear the first part of the podcast... A.K.A. For, the Rare Drop. The Rare Drop. If you want to hear the Rare Drop, you got to tune in to Rare Drop. Speaking of, how are we going to publish this? I've been using Anchor for mine, and Anchor this, Auto... This is all afterthoughts. Okay. Fair. Fair. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like... I do this too. I bottleneck things thinking about how I'm going to do it instead of just do it. Right. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm sick of this shit. Sick of that. Not doing that anymore. Fair. Because that's where that's where, I think that's where a lot of my frustration comes from. It's like, well, I get all hung up in my head. Like, how do I make it exist when I actually just like, oh, you should probably just, just like, go do the thing. It's like when I'm building computers, man. It's like I build computers because it's fun for me. I like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love doing it. I love video games, obviously. Of course, you know. We'll, talk, we'll talk about video games. Sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure we will bounce all over the place, uh-huh. but like. And I mean, that's why, you know, I make a living doing this is because I've already done it. It's like, I'm going to build myself a computer. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, I could do this for other people, and they would pay me for it. I didn't, like, and that's as much thought as I put into it. Just started doing it. Like right. this, yeah, it's just, it's just removing, removing that weird firewall mm-hmm. that I have built up. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. I feel it. I've recently uh, given myself a whole new framework mm. for my stuff, because now that I have Wednesday, Thursday off... Yeah, man. That is a game changer. Yeah, book like that you is got a game changer. A bookend on a week is great because now, now now I've got days of the week where I'm not I'm not going to be stressed out about stuff because I have put certain tasks back on certain days of the week like they used to be mm-hmm. before I had my weird topsy turvy schedule. Yeah, like so my my week started used to start Monday and that's and that's the day that I'm. Quotes off work. I would go to the bird sanctuary, and then for the last half of the day, it was a toss up on whether I'm going to go run errands, do chores, do laundry, clean the house, all that stuff, or if I'm going over to hang out with Mari, or if mm-hmm. Mari's going to come over here and hang out. And then that means that like no nothing happens that day. Spending time with her is important. Yeah, I said. I mean, However, that, that's, that's, I'm not accomplishing that's a different, tasks. That's yeah, it's a different. It's dedicated time on purpose. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that means that the other day off, Wednesday, means that I have to go do all my errands and stuff on Wednesday. And a lot of times that wouldn't get to happen because of some other thing that came up that I had to do that day. And then it's been a few days at, at work and it's Friday and I have no more clean socks because I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. do laundry. <laughs> yeah. and, and then I have to like, I'm up late drawing and then I like have to get up really early and do laundry before work. Uh-huh. And then that puts off another thing that I was going to do. And my whole schedule is just, just wrecked. And the, yeah, so and now, the, now that you have, fixed. Yeah, now that you fixed. have a dedicated block of rest time. So that's, that's what I do. So like my weekend, I have a day where I'm like, this is my errand oriented day. And also usually I'll try to like knock that out as scheduled and segmented as I possibly can yep. to cause as you know least headache as possible. Mm-hmm. And then the other day is my burner day. It's rest day. Yeah. Whatever Vi- I want to do. Games, if I yeah, movies. if I want to haul off into a PC game, if I want to yeah, if I want to watch binge on some Netflix shit, used to before the quarantine, if I want to go out downtown, go, go, go on a date or whatever, go, go drinking, you know, hit the karaoke bars, be a doofus, you know, you know, all that type of stuff. That was like. The thing, of course, you know, 
quarantine has upheaved everyone's entire life, so we're all kind of like spun out in this weird... It feels like purgatory slash limbo slash we're all grounded. <laughs> That's really what it feels like. It yeah. feels like I'm, yeah. I'm like 14 Yeah, and yeah, my parents definitely. grounded me. And yeah, we're like, all just like, fuck, man. Yeah, it's like, but I want to go out with my friends and do stuff. Like, no, stay home. Like, but I'm... But there's, there's other people who are doing it. Yeah, but, but they're not. I talk to their parents, and they're just, just as much trouble as you are. You're like, <sighs> yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. But, but yeah, it's, man. Been, it's been good. Cause it's been a good time to look inward and reflect, despite yeah. how uncomfortable it is. And but yesterday, I was listening to a podcast. You know, Wim Hof. Love Wim Hof. Was on Jordan Peterson's podcast. And he, if I do not. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, he was like teaching them the method, mm-hmm. and they they spun off into other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jordan hated it. He hated <laughs> it. But because you know he he's uh, he's also the the whole the whole benzodiazepine thing. It seems like he's very frail right now. He's very frail right now, and you know that his Which is, the, the whole story is like his doctor diagnosed him with an anxiety problem, so they put him on benzos, and then. He started having problems related to the benzos, so he stopped taking them, and then he had this. His body had a very, very bad reaction to that, mm. and it has damaged him neurologically. So he complains about being in pain and having tremors, and whatever else. And anyway, Wim was teaching them about the method, and they finish it. They do the thirty breaths in and out, mm. breath hold, and whatever. And they finish it, and Wim and Jordan takes his breath in, he lets it out, and he goes, "God, I hated that." <laughs> So, I feel bad for him because Wim really is trying to help him. But, but well, that, that's that's a, it's also something he's not you like the first time you do Wim Hof. If you're doing it's, it's it the way it's intense, yeah, yeah it's, it, I mean, like your body will convulse. Like you literally change your body temperature and your pH and all kinds like of crazy very, stuff in a quick way. It's like yeah, it's like if you jumped into an ice pond. All of a sudden, your body's like oh, it like seizes up. But all, yeah. like I mean, you're doing that with your breath changing in the flow and yeah. the, like the. The repetition of it, like by the third round, like you're like, okay, well, I guess my body just feels tingly and weird, and this is where we are. And like when you actually exhale, when you get used to it, yeah. And when you like, yeah, when you settle into it and you exhale, and then you then like once you start coming back to yourself and feel like, for me, every time I do it, like the the wash of calm, mm-hmm. it's like taking a nap, like yeah. like you know you ever had like a, a rough day. And like you actually get to like stow away and take a nap and like and relax you, for a minute. Yeah, and you like then you come back and you're like, oh dude, that was like what I needed. Yeah. I feel like Wim Hof is like that, but you're still conscious. Yeah. Your body just it has it's like, yeah, man. The computer gets to reboot for a second. Yep. Comes back up and like everything's fine. Like it it definitely helps out, especially like in I don't know, sometimes I'll do Wim Hof at the shop. Like if it's a if it's a day and I've just dealt with someone that's just been like an absolute utter ass. Like I'll, dude, I'll, lock, I'll lock the door, you know, fifteen minutes or so. Hoff it for a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I do it frequently. Yeah, but Jordan was asking Wim about what he calls being what are, what word psychophysiologically integrated. Whoa. Yeah, that's a that's a term, <laughs> and Psycho. so 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 he, what he's talking about is having your. Your psychology and your physiology cooperating, and that I, I journaled about it a little bit last night, and I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know, I think a lot of my issues that I have stem from my body wants to do one thing, 
and my brain wants to do another thing. Yeah. And there's conflict. And that's the eternal why, struggle, yeah. Yeah, and there's conflict. And Wim has figured out how to connect those two things together in a way that is meaningful and useful and mm-hmm. utilitarian. And, you know, Wim is not good at explaining stuff. He talks a lot, and he repeats himself a lot. We, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. And, and Jordan is, like, Wim will ramble for, like, five minutes, and then Jordan will say, like, five words. That is that entire thing yeah, that yeah, Wim would summarizes ramble. summarizes and makes it concise. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because Jordan is so precise yeah. when he talks. So, basically, he said, Jordan was like, so you've been putting yourself through feats of pain and stress in an effort to unify your mind and body. And Wim is, uh, yeah, basically, that, that pretty much, yeah, that. He's, like, he's been rambling for 15 minutes on the subject. <laughs> bringing, bringing himself to equilibrium. Yeah. Well, like, and what, and like, if I could, like, you know, do the, do the wordsmithing thing with it. It's like taking a boulder and throwing it into a angry sea. And then after Wim Hall, it's taking a flat rock and skipping across a calm lake. Yes. That's what it feels like to me. Yes. And... I think that's where a lot of my issues are is that like either my, my brain wants to do X, Y, and Z, my body wants to do A, B, and C, and that those things don't line up. And occasionally they do line up. Like mm-hmm. I'll be really good for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sleeping in, in the pocket, dude, dude. In the spawn. In and the spawn. I'm, I'm, I'm getting good sleep. I'm exercising. I'm eating right. I'm like drinking smoothies every day. I'm exercising every day, I feel really good, I'm sleeping really good, I'm on top of everything, and then it's like something happens, and I lose control of all of it. Well, so like when you're in, like in the spawn, in the pocket, and you're riding it, it doesn't, because because it's so, because it feels so good, and you're riding the high, you don't make a mental note to be like, what am I doing right? And you know, you're just, you're in it. It just feels like things are working out. You're caught in the wave, and you're riding it, yeah. It it just feels like things are working out. Now, what I've what I've done last night, well, yesterday and last night when, with Mari, is look at all of my problems that I have. And so the number one thing is my sleep. Yeah. Now, I've always, you know, I've always slept. Yeah, you've always been very restless. Always been super restless. I've always been very nervous, high-strung, and always had trouble sleeping. And like last night, I had a lot of trouble sleeping. I had tons of trouble sleeping. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Last night I had tons of trouble sleeping. I just, I made it work. And then, but I feel like that's what you do. You make it work. Yeah. 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 When, when and, you, you know, it'd be nice to just, you know, get a good eight hours of sleep. Yeah. No, that, that just doesn't, that doesn't usually happen for yeah. me. But um, the main flaw that happens is that I will, let's say I'm going to go to bed at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sleep until 7 a.m. That's eight hours. That's an eight-hour block. What happens is I go to bed at 11, and I don't fall asleep until like 12.30. Or I might fall asleep and then wake up at you know, midnight, and then wake up at 1, and then wake up at 2, and wake up at 3. Yeah. And I'm up every hour on the hour, and I can't relax, and I can't sleep. And so that means the next night, I'm not really ready to go to sleep until... Later in the night, I might not be start to get even sleepy until midnight, one a.m. Yeah, and that, and that makes me want to. And eventually, I'm exhausted, so I sleep in the next morning. Yeah, and then that pushes the window of 
Yeah, so, my so body your, wants to sleep. Your restlessness is moving the window of your optimized sleep later and later, which is causing your day to get off kilter. Yes. Yeah. And then eventually I'm going to bed at trying to go to bed at like eleven or twelve. Well and then and then I'm not going to sleep. I'm not falling asleep until two AM and then I'm not waking up until like ten. Eight, nine, ten o'clock yeah, in the yeah. morning. You can't be doing that. And then I then I'm like waking up, taking a shower, scrambling to get all my stuff together, and then going to work, mm-hmm. and then wondering why I can't keep track of stuff. It's like, well, I'm not, I haven't rested. I got no yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a cool yeah. thing is if it keeps like if it doesn't change at all, maybe it'll get to the point where it comes back around. Like it'll just progress throughout the day until it's where it should be again. Mm-hmm. And then I can just have a second chance. No, so that, that's what I'm. That's what I did today. Is that I woke up at a decent hour this morning, and I went for a run. Oh, nice, nice. In the brisk, the Dude. brisk air, my watch kept track of my uh, how many steps I took and how far I ran. I ran like it was like one point six miles or something. It was, it was a short run. But yeah, ran like one point six miles and burned X amount of calories, and it it made a map of where I ran. Out over close to Mario's house, and the, the Samsung, the free Samsung Health app actually has a lot of cool stuff like that's, that. Dude, that's what I use to track my running. Yeah, Samsung Health. Yep, sure yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, it connects to my watch. I, I every time I go out and run, like I'll the, for the phone will buzz. I literally like. Well, see, I only I because I I'll force stop it because yeah. it, it keep it constantly gives you those stupid pings throughout the day or whatever. Yeah, and like. Yeah, I, I only like I, using the app if I need it. Right. Because, you know, IT guy stuff, like, I can't help it. If it if it's not being used in the moment, it doesn't need to be on. Yeah, you're and just, so you're you're just, just using, wasting resource. Yeah, you're so, wasting resource. So, I, like, I force stop it after I'm done using it. But every time I go on a run, like, I, I kick the Samsung Health app on. And, yeah, man, like, the run tracker is great. And, like, yeah, I love it how it'll map out where you've been. Yes. And then it compares it to your previous times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of cool. See, it was really cool when I was out with... Uh, Mari's family in Washington and we were hiking every day. Yeah. Because then it was comparing... Like, there was one day that I hiked, like, nine miles. Oh, nice. It was... Now, it was all relatively flat. So, it, it's basically like, imagine walking around the mall for nine miles. But it's you, like that. When you're in nature, it's it, totally it's, it's different. different. It's different. Because you're, like, yeah. you're enthralled with your surroundings. So, it, it doesn't feel like you're... Yeah. I mean, like, you are. I mean, when you're done, when you stop and, like, rest, yeah, you're like, oh, wow, I'm tired. Yeah. But your body is like, oh, we're actually no. surviving. Man. Yeah, we, we did, well, what I'm saying is, like, then two days later, we did one hike that was only, like, three miles, but it was, like, a 45-degree angle the whole time. <laughs> Just straight up. Yeah. And you think, like, oh, it's hard to walk uphill that steep. No, it is more hard to walk downhill that steep. Because there's no... Yeah, you, you you literally have to like be your own brakes. You got to like lean backwards into grabbing the trees, sliding <laughs> down yeah, yeah. stuff. Think like you look over, it's just a mountain face, forty foot drop into gravel and a lake, and you're like, oh, it's beautiful. It would kill me if I jumped off into it. And you're like, if, how, I, if I wanted like, to, like, how far do I have to go? Maybe this is a better fate. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks nice. I'm here with people I love. I'm gonna eat one more handful of granola and then I'm off. <laughs> See ya. That's cool though, but yeah, man. Hopefully, uh, you. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I really think that having like actually you having like an actual weekend, yeah, will be super beneficial. Yeah. Well, I also, I've got a list for my sleep schedule. 
and like what I'm gonna do to maintain my good sleep sleep schedule. Mm. And then, like one of the things is that I, I'm not really willing to get out of bed unless I have something important to do. Because like, it, let's say it's seven a.m. That's gonna be my wake up time. Seven a.m. Okay. Let's say it's seven a.m. and I wake up and like I don't have anything to do. Like there's nothing needs to be cleaned. I don't need to do a drawing for a client. No, like I won't get out of bed. I'll rationalize with myself, like, I'm not doing anything. It would be better for me to sleep for another hour. It's never true. Never. It's never been true. Literally never has that been true. And I still do it. So, that's one thing. Another thing is, like, getting exercise in, because exercise is going to reinforce the sleep. Mm, Most definitely. So, it'll be running one day... And then, like, maybe I'll do yoga for a day. Because yoga always makes me feel good. It's not necessarily about me, and like... stretchy and I'm not trying... Yeah, I'm not trying... And sweaty. Yeah, I'm not, you, I'm not trying to build muscle. I'm not trying to get big. I'm not trying to, like, be a bodybuilder. I just want to be... You need to exert yourself. I want to be healthy. Yeah. I want to be healthy. You need to exert yourself. Get some good... Dude. Get some sweat. Get some sweat. Get some endorphins flowing. Because mm-hmm. there is a substantial difference. Like, when I... Because, like, I'll go hard working out, and then I'll have to, like, I'm like, okay. Because sometimes my left wrist will start tweaking me because depending on, you know, which routine I'm doing. Yeah. And, I'll, like, I'll add an, I'll add a set one week, and then I'm like, oh, no. Remove I've, a set the next I've, week. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I've, I've, push know, it I've done hard. the thing. I've done the thing. Because yeah, my, my, my arm will start, like, freaking out on me. Yeah. And so, like, I'll, like, oh, i got to psych off for a second. And, like, when I make myself take a break from working out... I I notice a substantial difference in my overall mood and like just the way I interact with the world, honestly, because when I'm not doing the thing that makes my brain dump the adrenaline and endorphins to get that buzz, the workout buzz. Because I mean, like, starting a workout, starting a workout sucks. Like, that first few movements of doing something with the heavy weights... Oh, it sucks. It's br- Like, it just... Ah, oh, it sucks. But, like, once you get warmed up and you're into a set, the net, the, net, the following sets are cake. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done, you feel great. Right. It's just it's like... A it's, matter, it's, it's a matter the inertia, of getting... The inertia, getting yeah, getting the inertia going to yeah. finish it. Yeah, getting the machine to run. Yeah, yeah. That's the hard thing. Get out of the yard, yank it at the lawnmower for 30 minutes, and then you're just cussing at it. But, man, you, see, that should be its own workout. We should just put a bunch of dead lawnmowers out in the neighborhood and see if, you know, <laughs> if people get out there and get after it. Bro, you tell me you out there trying to crank a lawnmower for 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. and crank, you have, you are jacked. What, what are people's motivations for cranking these lawnmowers? It's like, there's a sign on it that says, like, crank this lawnmower and get $20. Bro, you would have people lined up trying to crank that lawnmower. Yeah. Especially right now, it's COVID time. Then people ain't got nothing to do. Yeah, and then Nick walks out there and <laughs> like, <laughs> Nick with like a flashlight and a screwdriver. He looks at it and he's like... <laughs> he like fixes it and crank You're like, damn it, Nick. Yeah. He like twists, he like twists one thing. He's like, see the issue? He's like, he's like, see this flap right here? It's got rust on it. What that's doing is that's diverting airflow above the canoodle. Can't have that. Oh, man, and he you like... got a rusty canoodle valve he like, here. He like scrapes it with the screwdriver and then... He's like, all right, see if that sandwich will like, start now. Yeah, like he would walk up to it, like give it a good once over, and like walk up and like gently wrap it with his knuckles, and it would start by itself. You're like, <gasps> yeah. he texted me the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about how he's taken off like two weeks at Christmas. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So he's he's trying to get his Honda finished. Huh. 
He's okay. He he bought that ninety four Honda Civic, I think, and he's building it like an American muscle car. Oh wow! Like he's got it zero decked. He's got it board twenty over. He's got custom, what's that? Custom uh, Nippon Racing springs, new valves, new this. The valves are flashed. Ninety four. A ninety four. Ninety four Honda Civic. So and he, he he's building it. Like you would build an American muscle car. Did he custom fab new panels and things to make it all sharp and dangerous? Nope. No. Nope. It's got it's got the same <laughs> seafoam green snot Honda color that it's had forever. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking yeah, that, about. Yeah, that color. Uh, but <laughs> dude, he put a cam in it that has so much overlap. I don't know if it's gonna run. Like I genuinely think like he's gonna crank it and it's gonna go. And it's just that's it. It's never gonna run again. He's gonna have to put a cam in it that's a little bit more not overlappy so that it will actually run. But hey, we'll see. Maybe he's onto something. Maybe he built the world's first Honda with bad gas mileage. Because <laughs> that's really what it's gonna be. That'd be a feat. He's in he's he's that dude is into some cars. Oh, that's yeah, his man. that is his thing. Okay, well, if we're gonna get if we're gonna get specialized, so just like the rest of the planet right now, and I, like I definitely noticed this. I spoke about it earlier when I came in, but uh, so like I noticed a weird lull has set in on the YouTube space, especially today. Oh yeah, and uh, you, you're just, there's no one, no one's doing anything because last night or to end today the release of the coveted and long-awaited cyberpunk 2077 has been released has been released and uh let me tell you as as resident dork professional nerd uh propagator of friendly neighborhood it here in nashville and just you know all things that are nerddom i Started playing last night. Played it for like maybe an hour and 30 minutes. Because I spent most of the time in the character creator, as you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to. Yeah. And See, then, there's always the temptation, too, of you really want to just get into the you game. You want to get into the game, you just hit random. Random, 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 random. And you're like, that one's good. Send it. Yeah. And the other part of you is like, no, nah, I, I have to care. I have to make this guy. I have to come up with a cool backstory for this guy and like create a person. I don't know if I've ever gone that far into it, but I definitely... So some people do. Some people, yeah, some man, people, some people do. I mean, they, uh, hats off uh, to him, dedication Josh, there. Josh, that we used to work with at the warehouse? Yeah. He was like that. I can see that. He, he would, like, create a character, and then he would, like, for video games, like... Dark Souls. Oh, not Dark Souls. Uh, games that had, like, a morality system in it, like Fallout and stuff like that. Um. He would come up with a character and be like, this guy is pure evil. And only uses explosives and blah 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 blah. He would like. Oh, he makes him like a villain. He would like create a person, or like this guy is lawful good. Used to be a cop, and then had to leave the police force. So it gives us some sort blah, of backstory, like base a narrative on to to base your make, gameplay. Yeah, on. so like it makes those actions in the game a little. I guess you have some gumption behind the things you're doing. Right. Gotcha. But yeah, uh, so like I started. Like I said, got the character creator and then got into the world, man. So this like this game, it being out now and actually being able to touch it and play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting the same type of 
response and tingles that I got playing the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's the type of game... So you know how Skyrim's been out for over a decade now, and people are still into Skyrim. They The modern community is crazy heavy. Mm-hmm. They've made that game into a new title with all yeah, the content. Oh, oh, they over and over and over again. Yeah, and like... The, even like updating the texture packs and graphics mods and all physics. All Dude, I love too. I love too how Bethesda will release a game, and then the modding community is like, "Okay, let's fix it." <laughs> yeah, because Bethesda n- never fails to release a broken game. But I feel like Bethesda's bugs are like the best kind of bugs. They're the ones you're like, "Oh, look at it!" Like okay. you know, it's done. It's like, not. They tried to cram so much stuff in this game. They broke it in other places. And it, but like, it's nothing that's like earth shatteringly. Well, my computer lit on fire. No, it's like, oh, we can, you can, you can literally sidestep up this mountain because the physics in the game is jank, and you can like literally just, you know, yeah. sky. And that's for you know the whole Oblivion Walk or Skyrim. Like, I'm a, oh, I'm a Skyrim walk over this. Yeah. Um, I feel like this game is taking the mantle from from Elder Scrolls. Mm. It feels like I feel like you know how people say Skyrim, they're gonna say Cyber now. Like, oh, it's Cyber. It's like Cyber. Yeah. Um, it's just, the game is so, it feels so fluid, like moving through, moving the world and interacting with the environment and stuff. It's like, it's all one and the same. So that no longer are you like walking up to an NPC to get a mission and hitting, well, I got to hit the prompt button. Then I got to go through the skill tree. It feels very organic. Like you just walk up to somebody and they're like, Oh, Hey, what the hell are you walking up to me for? So they'll just talk to you distinctly, like, hey, well, hey, man. Or like... Oh, so there's, there's it, no, like, weird dialogue? Nope. It just, it just happens as you interact with the environment. And mm-hmm. it is, like, it's very jarring, but, like, in the most refreshing Because it's different. Way. Yeah, it, it doesn't it's, diff- it's different, typical. but it's exactly what it should be. It's yeah. like, oh, this is, this is where gaming should... It's yeah. the natural course where it should go. <sighs> I feel like this is... It's, it's taken the mantle from. I mean, it's what other, it's other, what, it's other what, RPG games. It's what video games should be trying to do, and I feel like they've set the bar so high. And like I said, I've only played an hour and thirty minutes of it, and and this this may just be like the my inner nerd and the hype around the game blasting it up to the level that I'm I'm you know putting it on a pedestal at, but. Man, every little thing that I bumped into I, that I wasn't expecting. I mean, I was expecting a video game, and like, I mean, I've played millions of video games. I know how they work. It's just yeah. like this one is doing things video game like in the most cool and badass, fluid, connected way in such a weird, dystopian, disconnected theme and world. Mm-hmm. It's like it's married the two in such a way that's like. I don't really understand how people would play this game and not enjoy it unless you're just looking to be like negative about it. And that's something right. something that I've been seeing today in in like, you know, the nerd space is people I just people who are like divorced from reality and live on these online apps and things and like there's like death threats going out to people for reviewing the game and not giving it a high enough score, and there's there's people, you know, talking mad trash about reviewers dude, because dude. they didn't. Well, you didn't spend enough time doing this. What like it's just it's just crazy. I'm just like, guys, it's dude. a it's a game. Just play it. Yeah. Well, people freak out about everything. I know. People freak out about dude. Today, 
It's a completely different topic of conversation. Yeah. But related to people freaking, freaking out. out about everything. A dude called me racist <gasps> today <gasps> on TikTok. Oh my god. Over. <gasps> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you remember the video I made about how basically I was saying if you come into the tattoo shop and you take pictures of my tattoos or pictures of my drawings, like my flash drawings, and then you take them to another person who then tattoos you in his garage or bedroom and makes a mockery of my good design, mm. I'm going to find your house, I'm going to break in, and I'm going to take a shit on your carpet. Huh. You, because you just have, for the utter disdain. Because you have disrespected me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And then I added at the end, I was like, it's not going to be a decent shit either. I'm going to eat nothing but Chinese food for about three days. Just general sow's chicken and hatred. Mm. It's, it's going to be bad. And someone was like, that's racist. As I commented back, I said, imagine being so fucking dense that you think eating Chinese food is racist. <laughs> That's great. Think, think, really. <laughs> and, if you, and if you do, if you're home and you think, well, Ty, your Chinese food, racist, Chinese food comment is racist. <laughs> Go eat nothing but General Tsao's chicken. Or General, <laughs> General Chow's chicken, or however you say it. Because everybody says it different. Go eat some orange chicken. Go eat, go eat spicy orange chicken. for That's it. That's all you get to eat for three straight days. And tell me you have decent shits. Because if you do, scientists at Harvard and Yale should be studying your insides. Trying to figure out what is going on in there. But also if you do that, that may fix your restlessness issue. It may put you into a coma. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> and the thing too, you know, the stereotype about Chinese food is that you eat it. You eat a whole bunch of it, and then like shortly after, you're very hungry again. Yeah. It's always been a stereotype about Chinese food, which means you're going to eat a lot of orange chicken. I think I would get tired of just orange chicken over and over and over. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Beef, beef and broccoli. Love some orange chicken. Do beef and broccoli. I'm all about it. I, I pretty much peruse the entire Chinese food menu, and there's, General, not a, there's not a thing on it that I haven't been like, oh, yeah, I would totally order that again. General Tso's is my favorite. I like Mongolian beef. I like chicken Mon with cashew nut. I frequent those. Mm -hmm. Those are like my go-tos. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, man. There's two. You could just close your eyes and pick pick a pick a, a dish, and it's great. Yeah, we have fifty menu items. You're like thirty one. They're like ah, Mongolian beef, perfect choice. Mm. Thank you. The poo poo platter, excellent. Has everything. It's just, just the theme of this rare drop. <laughs> Much like a shit, which would be a rare drop. Yes. But in. Very good. Mm. <sighs> Are you okay? I'm I'm good. Just lots of dookie conversation on this. Um We don't let me say we don't have to release we can we can edit things, you know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can cut around the dumb we shit. We can cut around no, we don't have to. Um <laughs> uh, we can literally cut the shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> That was good. Come on, man. You got to go. That was over. good. That was good. Okay, thanks. I'm just, I'm only mad because I didn't say it first. Okay. That's it. Well, I'm as big of you to admit that. Almost as big as the shit you would take after eating three days of General Tso's chicken. But dude. All right. Just making bread and pinching loaves, dude. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of making bread, <laughs> speaking of making bread, Mari and I, after going to the KNS <laughs> International Market today, to go buy a bunch of delicious ingredients and produce. Which I think further proves that I am not racist because I'm shopping at the international market. Because I want only the finest. This, I feel like this this comment guy really bothered you. 
Ty, you're not racist. There's I know that nothing I'm not racist, racist about you. Like, I know. At all. I literally know. Yeah. With all of my Chinese friends from college that I still keep up with. Okay, so you talking about other races like that is kind of racist. Like you just, uh, I, yeah, so you, see, now you're just humble bragging. That's what you're yep. doing. Yep. I'm virtue signaling. Yep. I'm canceled. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, ga- I'm gaslighting. I'm just... What, whatever. I'm... Di- I'm I'm, I'm really gaslighting, methane huffing, whatever you know. whatever term, yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, after we got through with the international market, I bought that those red bananas and stuff. We went next door to La Conchita, Ooh. which is a little bakery, a little Mexican bakery, and it was really cool. It smelled like it's the smell of sugar and yeast and bread and dough hits you on the way in. There's some. Music playing. There's like a couple people inside. Everything's in Spanish. I didn't know what anything was. I just grabbed a bunch of pastries. We just it's like I want that one and I want that one and I want that one, and I got a bunch of pastries and then went up to the front counter and the lady rung it up and it was two dollars and eighty four cents. Do huh? Yeah. How okay? So like wait no seriously break it down. How many things did you grab? Three big pastries. So so three three large. I got when you say three I, big pastries. I got a I got a concha that's about I don't know I don't even know how to describe it without using my hands. But it's it's maybe five inches across and about three inches thick. It's got icing on top. It's like a sweet bread with icing on top. Okay, it's like a lar- like a large cinnamon roll. Like no, a, it's shaped it's bigger shaped, than that. It's shaped like a hot dog. It's shaped like a uh, hamburger bun, like the top of a hamburger bun. Okay, shaped like that. But it's way bigger than hamburger bun. And it's a different kind of bread. It's a very soft, sweet bread. And it's got chocolate icing uh-huh. on top. You, I, you would traditionally eat it, I, I'm pretty sure, with like tea or coffee. Okay. It's gotcha. like a... It's like a, so now, it's like a mid-morning did you, snack. Did you like eat it? Did you guys eat it? Yeah, we ate all three. Oh, nice. So the, the, was it like super heavy? Or was it like a very light? Very, very light. Very light, very light okay. but very sweet. So the way you described it made it seem like it was going to be... Like very robust, heavy thing, but no, no very light. It's very, it's very light and very big. Okay. The second thing we got, I don't know what it's called, but it's a uh, flaky sweet bread, and it was very long. So it was about uh, what is that, like a foot? It's like a foot long, and maybe about three inches wide and about two inches thick, and it had a kind of glossy brown sugar honey thing on top. Like they were almost finished baking it, and they like brushed some pizzazz on there, and threw it back in the oven, and like let that let that crystallize on top, and that was really good. But the best one was, it was a flaky pastry, almost like a puff pastry, like true pastry, where they take the bread and then they fold dough into the bread and they fold it over itself like a thousand times, mm-hmm. so you have all these layers of like bread, butter, bread, butter, bread, butter, bread, butter, like a million times stretched out super thin. And it was folded into a triangle, and it had a sweet cream cheese filling. Oh, yeah. That, that was that, the best that, one. That sounds amazing. That was the best one. So all that. These are big pastries for $2.83 or $0.86. Cents what right. you're saying is we're, uh, we're sleeping on uh, Spanish bakeries. We're sleeping on Spanish bakeries. I filmed me and Marty eating them earlier. Yeah. Because I'm instead of doing like a daily vlog thing, I'm going to do like a weekly vlog thing for my YouTube channel and that way I can just shoot a bunch of random stuff and just compile it in yeah. any order that I see fit 
Um, so we filmed ourselves eating them and rating them. We got some fancy snacks and other stuff at KNS. But, dude, there's no telling how many awesome little bakeries and little food, little, little carnicerias and stuff that are all around Nashville that are probably cheaper than shopping at regular grocery stores. Oh, yeah, dude. And probably way better, also. Like, way better. And I would be, I'm happier giving, even if it did cost more, I'd be happier giving $20 to the little family-run Spanish bakery. Or Hispanic bakery, I guess. Latinx bakery, whatever term you want to use. I'd be happier giving that family my money than giving that money to Kroger or Walmart or Publix or whatever big national corporation. I'd be much happier giving it to the small town people. Which is why I like shopping at K&S and all those other places. All those other small stores. I'm way happier giving them my money because I feel like they deserve it better than giant multinational corporations do. Cookie cutter, farm factory nonsense. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, you feel like you're more connected to the community. Yeah. Because you're you're fostering the community by... Buying into it. Yeah. That's exactly what you're doing. Keeping, keeping your dollar inside your circle yeah. for as long as possible before it goes out. But yeah, I definitely... That's super cool, though. I definitely respect that. And you didn't bring me a pastry? You bastard. You work right next to that place. Really? See, wasn't aware of that. You remember when we went to KNS? It's in the same parking lot. So it's, lot. Down, it's down Nolensville. It's down Nolensville. Gotcha. It's literally in the same parking lot. There's also oh, next, so it's in the, it's literally next it's, door to it's KNS. It's literally okay, next gotcha. door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we walked. We walked from KNS. Okay. Well, yeah. Into well, then I do know where it is. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. We can go in there now. When you go in, they have a signs in Spanish, but you can know in English. You can pick out words that look familiar. It says, <laughs> "Use gloves, wear a mask, practice social distancing." Oh, just like you know what everyone's supposed to be doing. Yeah, and when you go in, it's it's like a big open rectangular room and the cash register is kind of on the back left side and there are closed shelves like like a, it looks like a bookshelf with a glass door on the front like and, how you situational awareness yeah and sit repped the store yeah and then a few feet from the entrance there's a big table and it's got a big jug of hand sanitizer and a sign and a box of disposable plastic gloves and then beside that is a table with a bunch of like McDonald's trays, like fast food trays, like plastic ones, mm-hmm. and tongs. It's pretty obvious what you're supposed to do. You put the tongs in your butt. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, you're reenacting medieval warfare. That's yeah, 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 basically, yeah. Basically. Sword and shields, got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you took it right back to potty humor. I thought we'd gotten away from it. No. No, Never. It's gonna be the theme of this whole podcast. Every podcast is gonna be butt jokes. <laughs> no, no, just this episode. It's like we'll 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 keep see, we'll keep like slowly moving away from it, talking about real things, like either, you know, get real deep into it, and then we'll shoehorn it back into shit. Yeah, be awesome. Into the dookie. Into the dookie. Step so it, step it in the hot mess. Yes, flop. <laughs> As it's known. But the people in there were so nice. So nice. Yeah, because you have money. <laughs> And you're going to spend it in their store. No, I mean, they were like, the other customers and stuff were nice. There were other people in there. It wasn't just me and Marnie. Oh. There were a bunch of other people in there. I mean, they also had 
all the other stuff. They had pinatas and they had like, you know, go talk to this person. Pinata full of pastries. That sounds amazing. That sounds like an awesome time. Dude, you'd smack it and just like flaky pastry crumbs come oh, flying dude. at you. They get in your eyes and stuff. Burns a little bit, but you still love it because cause it's your birthday. <laughs> like you get a little bit. Yeah. You like smack. Boom, you hit the thing and it breaks open and there's just like cookie crumbs and a little bit of that a little bit of that uh that cream cheese filling. That the way you described that made it sound really good. It was really good. It's like it was architectural delight. Mm-hmm. It was very good. That's awesome though. Cool. We also got some really nice Lay's potato chips that Mari kinda of stole and ate all of. They were <laughs> they were called numb and spicy hot pot chili flavor. Whoa. That's a lot. Yes. A lot of descriptors for chips. That was on the bag. <laughs> That's on the bag, and it's a purple bag. It's like a light purple, which is not a potato chip color. Potato chip bags come in like red, blue, orange, yellow, bright colors. Like you never see a. <laughs> you got a palette of potato chip smocks. You never see. <laughs> you never see a pale purple potato chip bag. That's not a color that's associated with that thing. I beg to differ. What about sun chips? You ever seen a sun chips bag? Hmm? They're green, some of them. You see the same colors that I do. <laughs> sun chips do come in a green bag. They, they may not anymore. I don't eat sun chips. It's been, liter- chips, it's been literally since middle school since dude, I've had sun chips. Sun, sun chips are good, man. It's been since seventh they're, grade. They're made in the sun. I believe it. I don't. I think they're made in a factory just like most chips. <laughs> a factory with real big windows. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like floor-to-ceiling windows. Yeah, there's mostly a glass building. Like, Whoa. big, big concrete pillars holding everything together and just, like, Dude, glass. I'd be, if there was a giant glass factory, I I, I did, I would hang out and watch, like, what are they making? What's going just on? Just stand there? outside. Like, you know, like, like sir, you like, can't. Like, not across the street with a telescope, but just, like, <laughs> literally just standing on the other side, like, like, inches away from the glass, just, like, snacking on an ice cream cone. <laughs> and they're, like, trying to shoo you away. There's the guy with like a big piece of poster board and he's like holding it up trying to block your This <laughs> is walking around. What are y'all making in there? Nothing. Hmm. Quit paying attention. It's like why would you why why would you why would you make it so visible then if it's nothing? It's like okay, like in Gatlinburg, where like they're making a taffy in the window. And obviously they do it on purpose because they want you to gawk at it to come in and buy taffy and other Yeah, it's other the treats. it's the it's literally the most basic marketing premise of all time. Oh yeah, man. It's make it look cool and then people spend money. And it works. That's it. But dude, that's it. That's the only reason that storefronts have windows. That's the, literally the only reason. If the stuff was worth buying of its own accord, they wouldn't have one. They would have a door with the name of the business above the door. You wouldn't need giant windows in the front to show off whatever's happening yeah, inside the going, store. You, yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, have you would to, already know what you wouldn't you're have doing. to advertise Rusty Shackelford's stool softener. You would just walk into the building and get it and know and, and know what you're doing. Yeah, the like, high Rusty. Same as always. Same as always. He whips out a gallon drum. There you go. There you go. Yeah, big. It's like a big metal thing. You got to use a special tool to break it open. It's like yeah. It's like steel. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very old school. It's got a big yellow warning label on it. that says "Do not use near eyes." And you got stuff like, like that. You got to go out to your granddad's garage and get a tamper and like, yeah, like gotta get a vice and like put the jar in it and like, and like yeah, break yeah, it yeah, open. Yeah, exactly. Pry it off. Using one of those old school. You ever seen the old um, the oil can openers where it's like 
the oil can has like you a kind of you gotta punch a hole. You gotta punch it. a hole in it, and then that that the hole punch thing is also the spout a funnel. Yeah, brilliant. People were on some stuff back then, but they weren't distracted by the internet like we are today. They just had all day to think about, like, how can I make the best oil can of all time? Things were different, man. Things were different. Things were different. People were actually tough. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, there's, there's a lot of tough people out there. See, there's just way more people now. Way more people than there have ever been, which means we have more types of people. So the old school tough guy, like the hardworking... Like the idealized man, the hardworking man, the fam. He's he still exists. Well, yeah, he still exists. But here's the thing. There's a lot of other people now too. There's um, a lot of new. There's a lot of new kinds. So of people. well, like so. What what does that add? It just like war makes tough man. Men, tough men, men make, make good, easy times. Easy times make, make soft men, which soft. makes which makes bad times. And then the cycle repeats. And then bad times makes war. Bad times makes war. Yeah. So uh, roughly, yeah. roughly yeah. that. That's. The circle of life. Copyright strike. <laughs> My YouTube video got a copyright strike. That sucks. Yeah. And I credited all the artists that I use their music in it. But, whatever. I guess I have to be more careful about double-checking that all of my... Stuff that's is what you royalty free, royalty free, royalty free reservoir. Man, that's what I have the file titled on my desktop. <laughs> yeah, it's royalty free, hmm. which I mean, yeah, dude. So, what what else? Uh, what else? The man who killed Hitler oh, on the dude. Bigfoot. What do you mean, what else? First of all, it's okay. a whole thing let, we have to okay, talk about. Let me say this that film totally caught me off guard. Yes, I almost cried. It was it was sad. It, it but it's sad in like the most heartfelt, beautiful. Like you're like, oh man. See, I thought tense. I thought that movie was gonna be like a really bad. Well, from, from the title, you're like the man who shot Hitler and then killed Bigfoot too. You're like, whoa, this guy's a badass. Yep. Super awesome action flick, and it's Sam Elliott. And it's realm realm. The man who, I think, like I said, Sam Elliott is God and his mustache is time. And, like, they, like that's, that's where it meets, is Sam yep. Elliott. Yep. Yep. Becomes, I feel you. Yeah. But, like, that dude, that movie, it had it all. Had it all. all yeah, it, it had action. It had romance. It had a little bit of comedy. It had some over-the-top weird stuff. It had... Bukus of classic cars and old tiny steeped like cobblestone streets. It had all like, just d- the different eras, and then it had freaking Bigfoot. <laughs> it was a and the thing was that I won't ruin I won't ruin the plot. Yeah, I won't ruin the plot. But it's a great film, and it's not what you expect it to be. Yes, I thought it was going to be a dumb B movie with bad special effects. And bad acting. <laughs> which is why we were going Which is to watch why it. we watched it. We were going to watch it and talk shit about the movie the entire time. But then we were like, this is the best movie I've <laughs> seen in forever. And we're like, how do we not see or like know about this movie when it came out? And it's just like one of those things that there's so much out there. Dude, there's literally a bazillion movies. Yeah, and you, so you could sit and try to watch them all and you would die. Mm-hmm. There's, it's impossible. There's so much good content and material out there. Yes. This, this is just something we missed. Yeah. And more folks need to know about it 
It is a fantastic film. Yes. It was so good. Yes. What's not a fantastic film is the new Tremors film. <laughs> that no, we, that, that movie is terrible. That we tried to watch and it was so bad that we quit. Which oh. is which is rare. Usually I will see a movie through. Like Yeah, if you're if you're like, that bought into it already, like, like sometimes you made it this far. Like sometimes a movie sucks in the first half. And really they it was a long setup for a bunch of cool action scenes yeah. and you know It's building towards whatever. something. It's building towards something. This one's just not No, yeah. It's just not like, and it's all. I mean, it's just brand. None of it. It's brand recognition, dude. You're like, if you it. like Tremors and you like Bert, well, then you'll like this movie. It's Bert living on an island alone. He's crazy. That's that's it. And he's he's got really long hair. He's old and he's sad, but he's still Bert. Yep. Grab on with this. Where's my gun? Um, I'm sorry, man. None of it will ever be as good as the first one, dude. The first Tremors is a Genuine masterpiece artifact masterpiece it is a great film I've seen it damn near over a hundred times yeah. I guarantee it yeah. and it gets Easy. it gets better every time you watch it mm-hmm. every time I watch it I'm looking for something that I haven't noticed before because I've I've literally seen every square inch of that desert or wherever the hell they are in Nevada uh, perfection yeah well it's got everything it's got it's the classic 80's B movie which is really what it was. Yeah, absolutely. It was an 80s B-movie horror film. Not a great horror film, because it's not really scary. And it's got Kevin Bacon and Reba McIntyre in two, the same... Two, two huge names. In the huge. same... And those, those are big names in the 80s. Yes. The 80s were a time. 80s were a time. But most, most decades are a time, because they exist within... Yes. Sam Elliott's mustache. And they exist within Sam Elliott's mustache. Sam Elliott was there. He was there. Dude, turns out Sam Elliott was a trimmer the whole time. He, he was the grab boy. No, Sam Elliott was sleeping in his underground lair and he stirred in the night and that's what created the trimmers. <laughs> he snored too loud and the sand shifted and became a living thing. And he was like, round. And <laughs> it went away. <laughs> And then it just started murdering stuff because that's all it knows. It's a creature made from his frustration. Yeah, man. If you if you haven't seen Tremors or you haven't seen the man who shot or the man who killed Hitler and and also then, the, and then, then also the movie, Bigfoot, yeah, whatever that movie. Yeah, it's it's you just look up for that and you'll find it. Yeah, you'll find it. You, two films great you need to watch. Great, great, awesome movies. Awesome movies. Oh, <sighs> sleepy. Ty's I'm sleepy. I'm big sleepy, dude. Sleepy at 7.20. I've only been awake for 12 hours. Well, I mean, you know. Your sleep's off, and you've had a big day of pastry eating, and... I did, like, three hours of drawing today, too. Well, see, okay, see, dude, creative endeavors burn off. You burn a lot of meter doing that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm starting a huge chest piece on client tomorrow, and it's like... It's all Celtic not work stuff. Odin's head... Mm-hmm. really big in the middle of his chest and then Odin's two ravens going from the center of his chest to his shoulders. Whoa. Okay. So it's basically his entire upper chest torso region. All well, I'm also starting a huge chest piece and it's going to be me squatting over someone and just leaving it there. And that... Well, a full, that full length mirror on the ceiling so you get every angle. Oh, yeah. Every angle. Yes. 
which is very different because usually I'm squatting nude over a mirror in a JCPenney's. But everything's locked down under quarantine, so I can't do that anymore. And that, right there, I think is us bringing it full circle. Yep. And I want to call it, this was a successful podcast. That was it. That was it. We nailed it. Right <laughs> Nailed out. it. Perfect. Perfect. Right at an hour, too. Fifty-two. Yeah. It's fifty-two minutes, but we on mine is fifty-two minutes. But we talked a little bit. Well, if you want to get the rare drop, you, you want to get the rare drop. You got to listen to it to the OG pod, depending uh, on the audio quality. But yeah. no, I think the audio. Well, I mean, what? So, like the theme of the rare drop. Well, we, I thought it was a good idea because it kind of encompasses a lot of the things that I'm into, as well as the things that you're into, and it encapsulates it into like one thing. One thing. Uh, the rare drop being. Something that you covet, you find a prestige item in in life and in video games. It's like yeah, originally coming from video games, talking about that. It's like you got to do this dungeon and you got to use this set of materials. And it may you may get this. And there's, like a, there's like a ten percent chance that you'll get this armor piece or blah 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 blah, blah yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. you're doing, whatever type of game it is. But they all have that same mechanic. Yeah. And also the and life life kind of works that way too. You just got to put put time yeah. and effort into the yeah. grind. Who knows, man? Maybe people are just now hearing about Wim Hof for the first time because of us. Dude, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, you need to breathe more. <laughs> yeah. If Julian letting go. That whole thing. It's great. Magic. Magic. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to Wim Hof after this podcast. Would you like to join me? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. What should we title this one? Uh, man. What should we title this podcast? Well, see, episode we, one. We, you did say you did we, say Fuki earlier, saying Foot Dookie, and I've been thinking that would be a good title. Fuki episode. Listen, we I, I'm rare, so rare sorry. Drop episode one. We unabashedly Fuki. had a lot of potty humor, but we're also two two dudes, we're, we're two idiots, two we're dudes, idiots in a room talking, and, and like it, it's gonna happen. There's no way out of it. There's no way that I'm gonna even, and I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I'm a professional. <laughs> That's offensive to other people. <laughs> that's offensive to you in your ears I'm sorry yeah but yeah it's me lying to you my mother told me not to lie so I mean if you can get past the dumb dumb there's some good nuggets <laughs> right I'm so sorry dingleberries if you will alright that, that yeah. ends that ends episode one <laughs> Fuki I'm so sorry Great. That's pretty good. Let's, let's, can I plug this back? Are we going to be able to hear it? Oh yeah, you can stop.